starting a business is a, another relationship. And sometimes even, I don't want to say more important, but when you're starting out, you know, a significant other needs to understand that you're going to be, need to be in your business, missing holidays, missing birthdays, whatever, you know, doing whatever it takes. The Gentech Podcast, discussing business, investing, and marketing. Hey guys, welcome back to the Gentech Marketing Podcast, bringing you valuable and inspirational discussion with top business owners. This week, we have on Mark DeVise, who is the CEO and founder of Tritown Construction in Fort Myers. Today, we're going to be talking to him about his background, some advice he has to aspiring business owners, how he got started, and how he uses social media in his business. So Mark, thank you so much for being on our podcast. Uh, thank you for having me. Really appreciate the invite and uh, look forward to uh, diving deeper with you. Of course. So first I'll get started in asking, where are you originally from? So I was born in Chicago and uh, I left there with my parents' decision that we left when I was eight. So I've come, I've been in Southwest Florida for almost 30 years. And, uh, you know, at first I was disappointed, but I'll never leave Southwest Florida now. It's just, uh, I have my family here and just the roots that I've, I've placed here are just, you know, never going to leave. So tell us a little bit about your background and how you really found construction. Was it in your interest of building or how did you um, get into this industry? So uh, my, my forte is really business, not necessarily construction. And um, I always knew from the growing up and even at a young age that I wanted to own my own business. I just never knew what that business was going to be. You know, when I was 13, I got my first job. Even before then, I tried to start a pet sitting business out of my home, selling candy on the bus. You know, I was always, always trying and intrigued with business. Uh, my mom is very good at business. She's in the real estate business. My dad is very good at relationships and not necessarily business. And uh, I learned from them the, the, the good things and the bad from each. And I just try to incorporate that in my life and, uh, you know, learning a lot from them, good and bad. Uh, so, you know, just entrepreneurship and business owner was always, always what I wanted to do. It wasn't until, you know, I was in college that I uh, found a building company and a realtor, a broker in Southwest Florida, who I wor started working with and learning from. And that was around 04. The economy here in Southwest Florida was just booming. There was, you know, construction, real estate, mortgages. That's what everybody was in, especially if you were around my age. And, um, you know, so I kind of got into, started trying to go to real estate. I didn't like it. You know, you know I just really loved the, you know, before and after of a project, just seeing what we could do. And I, I just... I really enjoyed the business part. I fell in love with the construction part. And 06, 07, the economy started turning around. And my boss at the time said, you know what, Mark, I love you, man, but we got no work. I can't pay you to just sit around. So uh, I went out on my own. I found a partner who knew a lot more about construction than I did. And we went out and we started doing $1,000 jobs here, $1,500 jobs there. You know, all of a sudden I closed a $10,000 job and I thought I was on top of the world, you know, calling everyone I knew and, hey, we made it, we made it. But um, it was just, 
you know, the economy is turning around then, 08, 09. It's just the worst economy that we've had since I was alive or since I know of. And uh, it was just tenacity, kept landing small jobs, being creative, pivoting our business plan, just never giving up. You know, there's a, you got to have a driving passion to do it and never giving up because it could have been very easy at any point to just say, hey, it's too hard or it's not worth it or, you know, there's many opportunities for that. So as an entrepreneur, it seems like you, you know, were trying to get in a bunch of different industries, just trying to, you know, make money and work hard. So did you have any prior businesses that you tried to start or, you know, any like failures before you had the successful Tritown construction? Well, I started Tritown when I was 21. So uh, before then, there was never really any serious businesses. As I mentioned, I tried uh, pet sitting. I printed like a thousand flyers and then someone told me I spelt pet sitting wrong. So (laughs) I guess that was not a great, that was a great lesson. But, uh, you know, other than that, I've never tried to start. I've had a lot of ideas, a lot of other small things here and there but I never really pushed to, to really try something different um, and try town construction. I just never gave up again. It could have been very easy to just give up. I'm 21 years old, you know, very young. I'm trying to get in rooms with people who are building huge projects and they're all looking at me. I, you know, I was late to get braces. I had braces, 21 years old, wearing glasses and everyone's like, you know, where's your dad? You know, are you kidding me? And I'm trying to get in the room with these, you know, big players in Southwest Florida and just, you know, never really seeing the issue and just trying to continue to try and try. And eventually I, we got opportunities, people noticed and, um, you know, just continuing to grow and do what we say, say, yeah, do what we say. So being in that room at 21, you know, feeling so young, like with all these older people, how did you like, you know, make your mark and and be confident? I know there's so many young business owners now, and I think that's more normal, but probably back then it really wasn't. So, you know, how did you you knew we were talking about? Uh, So I did a lot. I didn't do a lot of talking. I just did a lot of listening. I People noticed my work ethic. People noticed what we were accomplishing. And I didn't I didn't brag about it or talk about it. I just let people see what we were doing. And um, we we got noticed and, you know, customers and clients, they liked, you know, the underdog story. So we we were able to do that a lot. And, you know, uh, people gave us an opportunity. You know, they saw that we were working hard. And we, they wanted to give us a try and we're thankful for it because uh, without them, we would have never, you know, kept growing and kept climbing, you know, and now today when I see people that remind me of me or or younger with work ethic, I always give them the opportunity and see what, you know, see if I can help them out like people did for me. So who would you say your mentor was back then? And obviously, you know, they made you want to be a mentor for others. You know, uh, my first boss, Rich Galvano, he really uh, taught me a lot. He still to this day, I can call him anytime and um, ask him questions, bounce things back and forth. He really taught me to think creatively. And, you know, there's always a solution. And, 
you know, it's a lot, it's easy to just say it can't be done or, you know, it's too hard, but there's always a way and you just got to figure it out. And, um, you know, with that mentality, I've been able, I, I would say one of my biggest strengths is figuring stuff out. I can just, I can find a problem, see a problem and, and we can work to a solution. And, um, you know, without the roadblocks of thinking it's going to be too hard or can't be done, it can be done. And we're going to find a way. I love that. That's really great motivation for everyone. So can you tell us now what Tritown Construction looks like? Like what projects do you guys work on now? Where are you guys in, in your career? Sure. So uh, our projects now range from 500000 to $2 million. And we um, are about 30 people in our company. We range from all of Southwest Florida, Marco Island, to uh, Cape Coral. And, you know, here in Southwest Florida and, you know, throughout the country where construction is booming. So the issues that we're facing now are material shortages. We're facing labor shortages. Uh, the business is there. So it's a different problem that we've had in the past. In the past, it's the business that we need to find. And we have plenty of material and labor. So now we just have a different scenario that we got to figure out, you know, so we're adapting to the market. We're doing a lot in-house and just changing the way we do things to adapt to the current situations that we're in. Yeah. And I think honestly, so many businesses are facing that right now. And it, it's hard because it's so uncontrollable, you know, completely out of your control, at least when you were trying to find more business that was in your control, you know, you could show yourself, but with the labor and the material shortage, you know, what do you see for the future? Like, how is that going to affect companies? Uh, well, you got to figure out, we're trying to figure out different ways of building, you know, whether it's not using wood trusses or using less windows or, being able to build trusses ourselves, you know, metal buildings are becoming more popular. So it's, uh, it's just adapting, you know, with high gas prices, more electric cars are coming out, you know, it's the same in construction pricing for certain material is going to keep going up. And eventually somebody is going to find the technology to replace that material and we are keeping our eyes open for that and to see what that next material is going to be or labor or, you know, wages keep going up. People are going to work themselves out of a job and technology somehow is going to figure out how to replace them. I mean, how to, it's just, um, is it going to be in my lifetime or the next? I don't know, but it's going to happen. I actually saw on TikTok, it was like, you know, the, the wooden beams people have on their ceiling. Instead mm -hmm. of it being wood, um, they use styrofoam and they stained it. And it honestly, like, looked the exact same. So the majority like, of those beams are not wood. You know, they're all uh, they're all made with some kind of styrofoam or majority are made with oh, some kind of plaster or styrofoam. It's very deceiving. Yeah. If you were if anyone were to knock on it, it would be hollow you know, the majority of them. So, so yeah. uh, you know, things like that, you know, you're not using the big wood beam anymore. Uh, there's a lot of examples like that, that you are, are changing. So can you tell me about any setbacks that you've faced in your career? Yeah. I mean, uh, I've had several like learning on my own dime, learning at a young age, you learn starting at such a young age, 
I never really worked for anybody else through the larger projects that we're doing and have been doing. So a lot of it's been learning on my dime and that comes with mistakes. And uh, I would say the biggest one, we were three years in, or the biggest one that comes to mind, we were three years in and it was my completely my fault. I didn't do the proper paperwork for a workman's comp. And the workman's comp board came to our job site after their investigation and everything. We hadn't paid myself and my partner properly through payroll. So we weren't being, we weren't paying workman's comp on our wages. They ended up charging us about $45,000 fine. And when you're three years in kind of living customer check to customer check, and they shut you down until you pay $45,000. That was a pretty hard thing to overcome, you know? So we, I don't know how we did it, but one of our customers offered to float us the money and we were able to get back in business. And, uh, you know, that was a very, very difficult, just over some silly paperwork and, uh, you know, well, not so silly paperwork, but some paperwork that I overlooked and, uh, and it cost us. So, you know, just, and that's, that's inexperience. You know, I was very, again, very young and, I hadn't done that before or worked for someone else to do that kind of thing. And, you know, figuring it out, I wasn't as good as I am today. I didn't figure it out right. Definitely. But, you know, those experiences you learn so much from, because I agree, something that could seem so insignificant, it, it's crazy, the results mm-hmm. that you have. So what would you like say to, you know, entrepreneurs who are trying to figure this stuff out on their own and making mistakes? advice would you have for them so i have a little bit two things i would say it's go work for somebody else my dad used to always tell me and i never listened you know you don't need to start at 21 yourself go start for a bigger firm learn from them learn let them pay for the mistakes and and the second if you don't want to do that if you're still stubborn and you just want to go out on your own get help from coaches you know if you can afford to pay a coach great if you can't there's so many resources with you know around here we have the college florida gulf coast university they offer free coaching with great great people who have been in business for a long time and it's completely free so find free resources the 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 worst that will happen is your coach will hold you accountable but the best that will happen is that you'll shave years of learning where you could have you could have tried to figure it out yourself but instead you have somebody who's been there who wants to help you and who will just shave years of issues that you could could not figure out yourself until you learn from experience were these coaching um opportunities available for you when when you were starting out as 21 I don't know. That's a great question. I didn't, I didn't go out looking for them. They were probably available, but I was more stubborn. I felt like I could do it myself. I felt like I didn't need help and what a mistake that was. I just, I could have easily, easily just, just been way more advanced at that time and know that there's people out there who have, who are, who have so much information that I could have learned from for free that it just, that's probably one of the biggest regrets that I have 
starting out is not getting a mentor immediately, not getting coaching immediately. It's just me figuring stuff out on a daily basis on what I think is the best way to do it. And, you know, I'm still not so much anymore, but in the past I, I was fixing things that I had done years before and I could have just done it right the first time. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And that will just save you so much time doing it right the first time. But I do think people, you know, they have to make the mistake to learn from it. Right. And, and yeah, there's a lot of that too. You know, I was a finalist a couple of times for a young professional of the year. That was great. Um, you know, I just was a finalist again for entrepreneur of the year. So, you know, just those are some of my better business accomplishments. Um, You know, I'm really proud of the team that I've built. You know, I'll give myself credit for that, putting the right people in the right place. And, um, you know, I got a 14-year-old son, so that's probably my biggest accomplishment. How do you build the right team? I mean, obviously now there's not too many the options for labor, it's really hard, but you know, how do you find that strong team? People over profits, you know, just, just treating people right. And, um, um, recognizing talents and, and letting talent do their thing. You know, it's hard for me to step back and let people just do what they're great at, but you know, I'm, I'm learning a lot there and, you know, try town, is running extremely well and I'm less involved today than I've ever been. And I don't want to say that that's the reason, but it could be the reason, you know, I have a lot of great people. They're doing their thing. They're rewarded for it. They know the goal and I'm letting them, you know, they, they have, you know, I'm not a micromanager. I'm performance based and just happy to, let them do what they're great at. What would you say like the best thing or or the importance of having a strong team that you can rely on and trust is when being an entrepreneur? Well, you're not great at everything. You can't be, no one can. So I focus on what I'm good at and I hire people who compliment what I'm not good at. And, um, you know, so now we have a very well-balanced team where everyone's good at certain things and yeah, maybe we overlap and we're all good at certain things as well, but we're not all good at everything and letting everybody excel where they excel and letting them work just kind of propels us to continue to continues to propel us to the next level. And um, I wanted to also ask, how do you create motivation for your team? Or even first, how do you create motivation for yourself? And then, you know, put that towards your team. Yeah, motivation for myself. Um, I guess my motivation is is the potential for failure. I don't want to fail. I put too much work into Tritown and I, I want to see it. I want to see what we can do with it and how big it can get. And I think, you know, just me being around my staff and showing them, you know, what, where we want to go and what we want to do and they all buy in. So, you know, we're all in it together and they see that I work hard and they see that I'm not going to give up and it kind of bleeds out into them. How do you stand out from your competitors as a construction company? 
I would say that uh, we stand out, you know, everyone says quality and, you know, that kind of stuff. But really, I think it's us giving back to the community and, and building those relationships inside the, our, you know, market and just, uh, you know, doing what we say and just, you know, number one is just giving back and people over profits is, you know, like the term I try to use. And I'm not, we're not, the bottom line is very important, but there are things that are more important. I love that. The people over profits. I think that's super mm -hmm. important, especially, you know, with your team and then also just the local community that you're in. It, it's super important. So you are really involved in Fort Myers. Yeah, we're, uh, our, yeah, we're in Fort Myers, all of Southwest Florida, really. You know, I live in Bonita Springs. A lot of our work is in Naples. So I look at our market as Southwest Florida. Our office happens to be in Fort Myers, but we work, you know, it's probably a hundred mile, uh, 50 mile radius of where we work. So um, we try to give back everywhere we work, you know, sponsoring sporting events or kids events or throwing fundraisers, whatever we can do. If someone needs help, you know, we're there to, we always step up. <clears throat> And would you say that's one of the skills that you found vital to your career or what are some other skills that you think are, you know, super important to have being in your position? I would say the number one is being able to uh, adapt to different scenarios and, and things that come up because there are always different I mean, who would have predicted COVID? Who would have predicted, you know, a recession? Who would have, you know, a hurricane? Hurricane. You know, we've we've lived through Irma here, which was really bad. Several other hurricanes, and you know, no one's doing luxury remodeling right after a hurricane. You know, so it's just always trying to adapt, tenacity, not to give up. And, you know, I'm a big Tony Robbins fan and, you know, he just, his term is burning desire. You have to have a burning desire in what you're doing or you will not succeed or you will not, you know, as, as your full potential, because it's just so easy to hit roadblocks and just say, oh, you know what? I can't figure it out. Or, you know, oh, Irma hit, we got to shut down. We can't do any remodeling it's easy to do that. It's easy to shut down. It's easy to say, I give up, you know, so adapting and tenacity are, are essential. I love that. That's really great advice for everyone. I think mm -hmm. I want to pivot over to social media and how your clients find you. So what current social media um, methods does your company Tritown Construction use? So I have a three-person social media team. We believe in it greatly. And our social media is more sharing content, content experience. It's, I always say it's not by me, by me. It's look at us, look what we're doing. Here's some advice. Here's some things on how to fix your gutters or do-it-yourself projects at home. Just kind of getting our name out there and being top of mind. So when someone does think they need a remodel project or a construction project, they'll at least call us and say, is this something you guys do? And if it is great, if it's not, we help them and refer them to someone who does, you know, so, and, and we don't put, you know, 
$24.99 special. You know, we're just more, we're there. You call us when you're ready. And, um, you know, pictures of our projects are huge. I think that's, that's, uh, helps a lot. And, um, just, just also being interactive and it's not just Tritown Construction's page. It's the leaders of Tritown Construction. It's the people of Tritown Construction that we interact and we support and other business, share other businesses information, you know, building a, almost a referral network of people that we admire. And how do you get your referrals from, you know, your happy clients? Do you ask them to leave reviews or ask for any video referrals? Uh, we would love to get to that point. We're just not there yet. I think that was great marketing strategy. I think uh, we just, we deal with, and this is just an excuse of a limiting belief maybe, but we deal with a lot of, semi-older people who are remodeling could they be uncomfortable on video maybe and but we haven't asked so i can't really say that that's the reason yeah but i love what you said you know i think it's so important and gentech marketing does the same thing we love giving out free advice and tips and anything to help people because i really do believe that you know giving all that free information it, it will never hurt you it will only help you because people do really appreciate that so as much value as you can give to people you know without actually having to like build their house you just get to give everything and sure. people will appreciate that and come to you yeah, yeah. I mean, some I guess some people are scared about giving out information. What if they go do it themselves? But we're the experts in the industry, so you can try to do it yourself and more power to you. But are you going to be learning from your mistakes or the experience that we have, which is really the mistakes that we've learned from? Definitely. And that's so perfectly said. What are the best resources um, you think that have helped you along the way to, you know, build up your company and build up your team? Um, I would say the best resources, some of them probably for me, Florida Gulf Coast University and the, the, the business division that they have there at, with the SBA, you know, just working with them and coaching, uh, other coaching, you know, uh, learning, having an actual coach that you meet with on a weekly basis, monthly basis, just so, you know, you're, you're being held accountable by somebody and that alone makes you, you know, one day when you want to sit on the couch and not do anything, but you know, you got a coach call coming up and you haven't done any of your homework or anything that you said you were going to do, you know, that gets you up and that gets you going. So it, it just, it just helps. And um, yeah, I would say that that, would probably be one of the best resources. So how long have you been in this coaching program? Probably around three years now I picked up and started, you know, reading and getting coached and Tony Robbins. And, you know, I'd really dive into more different opportunities as well. And it's just, it's very motivating. And you understand that there's people light years ahead of you that can if you learned a little bit from them you just you know you just improve so much mm -hmm. and you were saying your social media team do you guys run any ads do you know yeah we run some ads we're not as good as we probably could be we're uh you know we do it by the 
the ge geography area, not necessarily demographics or anything. So, you know, five miles, 10 miles from our office or from a job site. Um, and we, our most successful ones are when we do a community event, we have pictures, we share it. And then also pictures um, of a, like a before and after picture of jobs. Those are always great content for people to enjoy. Yeah, I definitely think there is so much opportunity in your business to, you know, run Facebook ads or Instagram ads because, you know, I took a look at your website and these pictures are beautiful of these homes and, and you also do um, commercial, correct? Yeah. yeah, we do. Yeah, so I'll do a live walkthrough through a job or a restaurant sometimes. I would say, you know, consistency is a big problem of ours because when we're slow, we'll go do some Facebook marketing. But when we're busy, it kind of that's the one thing that kind of slips off. But um, it's important to continue marketing and advertising even when you are busy. And so you don't get slow. And that is probably an issue with me and our company is consistency on things like that, where, you know, hiring an outside agency is probably where you become more consistent and, and really great content that builds on each other rather than starting from scratch when we're, when we have time. Definitely. I think as an entrepreneur too, you know, you want to focus on the stuff that you need to do. So sometimes it's just so much easier to give that social media. You can't be an expert in everything, as you said, um, you know, you get people to work with you that complement what you're not good at. So I think that's why having marketing agencies sometimes can be really helpful. And especially um, with your business. Agreed. I have a marketing background, so I feel like I'm pretty good at it. I got a degree. And even then, I'm, you know, on the verge of outsourcing it because I, I know what's good marketing and things change so quickly that it's hard to keep up and, you know, be on the front, being the best at it when you're not in it every day is difficult. So um, I think it's about time to wrap up the podcast, but I do want to ask first a few more questions. Do you have any plans for the future? What do you see? Tritown Construction as, you know, in 10 years? In 10 years, I see that uh, we are continuing to doing what we're doing, but bigger projects in Southwest Florida. I, I don't see a need or want to leave Southwest Florida or expand out of it. I think there's plenty of market for us um, and just continue improving and, and being, you know, deepening our roots in Southwest Florida. And lastly, what's um, advice, one last thing of advice for aspiring business owners that you really want our listeners to know and understand? Yeah, so uh, I would say that starting a business is a, another relationship and sometimes even, I don't want to say more important, but when you're starting out, you know, a significant other needs to understand that you're going to be need to be in your business, missing holidays, missing birthdays, whatever, you know, doing whatever it takes. So make sure you have that burning desire to start a business. And it's not just to say I started a business. You need to know that you're going to be it's not an overnight success. It's not an overnight thing. It's a lot of work and you need to make sure that you love what you do. And then it's not a day of work. You know, you're just doing what you love and 
every day is enjoying life and some days are better than others but that's what makes the day the great days great well thank you so much for being on the podcast i'm just gonna recap everything we talked about um so again this is mark tabis he's the owner of tritown construction we talked about how he got into this business started at 21 years old um this company's 16 years old now he talked about uh, you know the different ways of building because of the market and how adaption is so important because things change all the time in this um in this world honestly uh we also talked about you know going to work for someone else first before becoming an entrepreneur because how much you can learn from that and you know but if you don't want to do that the other advice that we have is get help from coaches and use these resources, even free resources. Having a mentor is so important when being an entrepreneur because, you know, sometimes you can feel alone, but at least you have someone else to ask these questions because, you know, sometimes you do have to make mistakes to learn from them, but it is better to have someone to help you not make that mistake. Uh, Mark talks a lot about people over profits, which is, you know, something I love so much and having a good team and how that really helps and and implements and affects your business. Um, you said your motivation is potential for failure. And you talked a lot about giving back and, you know, having that burning desire to uh, be that successful entrepreneur and how that will get you through. So where can our listeners find you online? What's your social media? Uh, so for me, it's at Mark DeVise and then Tritown Construction at Tritown Construction. And you can find us at, at Gentech Marketing on all social media. Thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see you next week.